Now the news. I'm Tian Yu. Officials say the highways and rural roads in Gansu and Qinghai provinces have reopened for disaster relief vehicles and rescuers following a 6.2 magnitude earthquake. The telecom services and power have also been restored in the quick-hit areas in northwest China. The quake left 113 people dead in Gansu and 18 people dead in neighboring Qinghai. Hundreds of people were injured. The quake jolted Jishishan County in Gansu at midnight on Monday. Multiple teams of firefighters and medical workers have been mobilized for search and rescue operations in wrecked buildings in the worst-hit Dahejia Township of the county. Han Lang has more. Rescuers work in freezing temperatures overnight to find survivors. Thousands of emergency personnel and troops were deployed for search and rescue operations. Essential supplies were continuously transported to the epicenter. Temporary tent villages were set up to provide shelter. Rescuers made door-to-door visits to ensure villagers' safety and provide treatment. Freezing weather at high altitude is one of the biggest challenges for the rescue effort. Temperatures are expected to reach minus 14 degrees Celsius. Emergency authority in Gansu have issued an urgent appeal for another 300 workers to search wrecked buildings for survivors and to join other rescue operations. Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi says China and New Zealand have huge potential for cooperation. He made the remarks in a phone conversation with New Zealand's Deputy Prime Minister and Foreign Minister Winston Peters. Wang Yi said the upgrade to the China-New Zealand Free Trade Agreement entered into force last year, which the two countries should implement with high quality. He said the two sides should also start the negotiation on a negative list for service trade as soon as possible. Peters said New Zealand looks forward to strengthening cooperation with China in such areas as trade and tourism to make up for the losses caused by the pandemic. China has expressed strong dissatisfaction and opposition to U.S. arms sales to the Taiwan region. The statement came in response to the recent announcement by the U.S. Defense Security Cooperation Agency regarding a $300 million sale to Taiwan. Chinese Defense Ministry spokesperson Wu Qian said the sale has severely violated the One China Principle and the three China-U.S. joint communiques. Israeli President Isaac Herzog says his country is ready for another humanitarian ceasefire in the ongoing conflict in Gaza in exchange for the release of hostages. This came after the chief of Israel's Mossad spy agency held a meeting in Poland on Monday with the director of U.S. Central Intelligence Agency and the Qatari Prime Minister. The officials discussed the potential new hostage deal between Israel and Hamas. Philip Crowther has the latest. Well, Israel's offensive continues. There is no let-up in airstrikes or in the ground operations that are underway in the north and in the south of the Gaza Strip. No signs of a new phase in this war, as had been discussed uh, by the U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin during his visit to Israel. No sign of a ceasefire either, uh, though there might be discussions underway toward one right now. The number of Palestinian deaths in the Gaza Strip since Israel's war on Hamas began. That keeps creeping up. It stands at almost 20,000. That's according to the Hamas-run Ministry of Health in the Gaza Strip. 
Donald Trump's White House campaign has vowed to appeal the Colorado Supreme Court's ruling that the former U.S. president is disqualified from appearing on the state's 2024 Republican primary ballot. The case was brought by a group of Colorado voters who argued that Trump should be disqualified for his role in the January 6, 2021 attack on the U.S. Capitol by his supporters. Trump's team has vowed to appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court. Nearly 44 million voters will go to the polls Wednesday in the Democratic Republic of the Congo for the general elections. They will vote for a new president as well as members of national and provincial legislatures. 26 candidates will take part in the presidential elections, including the outgoing president Felix Tshisekedi, who is competing for his re-election. The elections will take place amid the ongoing conflict in the eastern part of the country, with a resumption of fighting between the M23 rebels and the government military. And that's the news. I'm Tian Yu.